see the demon in you who doesn't wanna come out and play. I can see the demon in you who doesn't wanna come out and play. Everybody say fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Hey, fuck this Everybody shit. say fuck this shit. Hey, fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Hey, fuck this Everybody shit. Everybody say Sit on down, sit on down. Yeah, sit on down, sit on down. <laughs> oh, welcome back to the Fuck This Shit Podcast, y'all. It's your boy, Dre, back again. Clearly feeling good today. I don't know, y'all remember Ricky Smiley on Comic View, man? Y'all say he's come on Comic View, everybody be clapping at me. Sit on down, sit on down. They sit on anyway, y'all ain't whatever. Some of y'all, this is a very culturally diverse audience, so I know half of y'all are like, oh, I remember that, and the other half of y'all are like, Comic View, Ricky Smiley, <laughs> who are these people? <laughs> Anyways, man, welcome back to the podcast. You know, we started off the same way every single week. Thank you and appreciation to all of y'all for the support, the likes, the shares, it's everything. Thanks for fucking with the podcast, showing how much you fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know how much I fuck with y'all. Um, as promised last week, y'all, this will be the very last time that you get an episode of the Fuck This Shit Podcast. The day that it releases, if you are not a subscriber, the subscribers is going to get this shit first. So Wednesdays, every other Wednesday remains the day for anyone who subscribes to the podcast after this. Whatever podcast app you listen to, there's, there's, a, there's an app, there's a link. Just go to the podcast description and click on more. And it will tell you how to become a subscriber. And then you can get the podcast episodes the day they come out. You know what I'm saying? Awesome boss player shit. Also, whenever I start the next little series, the little bonus series, those will only be available to those who subscribe. So you'll get a little bit more information about those as those come. So today, this is it, y'all. This is the last time everybody's equal. After this, you know what I'm saying? It's a paywall of this motherfucker. $4.99 subscription. Tell your friends. You can get the shit first. You get everything. Whenever we launch some merchandise on the website, all the subscribers will obviously get a discount code that everybody else doesn't get and some other cool shit. Um, you know, clearly, maybe we'll do another giveaway or something, but all of that will be determined at a later time. As for now, the subscription comes with the episodes today. It's supposed to come out. Y'all see I'm on time again. Y'all see it's Wednesday. You getting some more shit. Uh... Y'all, I don't know if y'all got like 5,000 notifications about new podcast episodes over the last week. In the process of having to reset up the subscription shit, I had to like unpublish and republish all the episodes and they came in the wrong order. So I had to do it again. So like, sorry if you thought that there was like 72 new episodes of the podcast, but there were not. This is the new episode of the podcast and welcome. Anyway, now that we got all the formalities out of the way, we're going to jump right into... Real nigga story time. Real nigga story time. So for this week's episode or this week's segment of Real Nigga Story Time, I'm gonna take you back to a a time in my in my brokest, most poor days. Um, which I feel like for some people came in like their childhood, childhood. For me, that was not true. I had like a pretty decent childhood like we was broke at times but we was never poor you know what I'm saying my grandparents was always straight and they was down the street so we was really gucci type shit niggas who niggas who been in a situation that's all i had to say and they know all the vibes some of y'all don't understand you grew up too far away one way or the other to really get 
where I'm at. Because this niggas who be looking at us like we was rich and we was not that. And this other niggas who was looking at us like, do y'all need assistance? And it's like, I mean, like, not really. You know what I'm saying? Like, but anyway, so. Uh, so I'm like uh, 19 years old, maybe. Got moved out of my mom's house right after high school. And I got this apartment that I couldn't really afford. And I put a pool table in it. And I got a flat screen TV back when flat screen TVs was like a, it was like a 42 inch TV. And niggas used to come in my house and act like the TV took up the whole wall. They'd be like, oh my God, this nigga got this big ass flat screen. Goofy shit, bro. Just dumb. Uh. Anyway. So. I'm in this apartment for like four or five months and and the story's not really about the apartment but the apartment matters i'm in this apartment for like maybe three or four months and we're throwing parties almost every night like we going hard in that motherfucker like and and you know what for the sake of detail there's some stories within the parties that's worth telling so i'm not gonna get too deep into the parties but essentially we threw so many parties that by the time we got evicted it was because of parties so we threw an eviction party type shit because it was like that's already what we was on goofy well in the process after that like my roommate was kind of like getting dragged along with with a lot of this like he was like at the crib when the party was going down and he didn't leave but like he definitely was like he wasn't fucking with it like that y'all like if it was up to if it was up to gary a lot of that shit would have never happened you know what I'm saying? <laughs> gary was just along for the ride on my fucking weird ass fucking just spontaneous ass erratic behaviors so Shout out to my nigga Gary for riding with me for Gary rode with your boy for like a year and a half, two years, bro. Like, now I told him my car. Gary was giving niggas rides to work, boy. Like, Gary told me, Gary was like, let's not get this apartment because it costs too much and we don't need this much space. And I was like, fuck it, Gary, I'll pay the extra. And then when it fell apart, Gary was like, damn, I'll be homeless. I was like, nah, Gary, I got us. I'm going to find us a spot. So, when the whole shit goes down and we get evicted or whatever, I'm like, like I told y'all, because, you know, I had kind of fucked Gary over. I'm like, I got us. I'm going to find us a spot. You know what I'm saying? I'll make sure we land on our feet. So Gary's like, all right, bet. But we young. We got this eviction already on the credit. Like, we, like they not fucking with us. Like, we can't get in nowhere type shit. So I find this little spot really in the hood if you from the l it's on 12th and euclid it's right on the corner if y'all ever if you ever was around during that point in time you know what I'm saying right after high school it was this ghetto ass motherfucking house I and mean, it's some stories on 12th and euclid but this story is about the move-in so we go check out the house or whatever when we just on some moving shit or whatever and i'm looking around i'm like damn this motherfucker is trapped out like whatever but you know we know some people who do carpet i'm like you know i could toss some new carpet in here for like a couple hundred dollars we could paint this motherfucker up real quick you know what i'm saying by the time i put my furniture and shit in here it ain't even gonna be that bad which like you know it wasn't that bad once all of those things transpired but whatever so the initial thing we moving in y'all like when we go to actually move in no one had ever like looked inside the refrigerator at the new house we open up the refrigerator it's fucking maggots and shit in the bottom of the refrigerator bro like the smell like it's like i could almost like like uh, y'all don't understand like i could almost smell it again just telling y'all about it when we seen that shit when we was moving gary looking at me like what has this nigga got me into i'm like man fuck bruh so, Gary and Walmart girl 
is what we used to call the girl because you know what I'm saying like you know when you're young and single you know what I'm saying and you got like different situations going on or whatever like ain't nobody really got time to learn everybody's name so we used to just call her Walmart girl she ended up they ended up being together and having a baby and some more shit I think Gary has the baby uh, it's a, it's a uh, boy I can't remember his son's name Anyway, Gary has a son with, with Walmart girl, but I don't ever see Walmart girl around no more. And she's from like one of those small towns of Oklahoma. So maybe she smokes meth. You never know. I bet that's what people think about Bree's mom because I have custody, but she doesn't smoke meth anyway. Um, so Gary and Walmart girl are are getting the refrigerator. They, they're they like, they're with me when we see the refrigerator, whatever. They're like, what the fuck? You're saying like, what are we going to do? Like, this is disgusting. Like, and I'm like, I got an idea. They like, what? So this is like, you know what I'm saying? This show you how stupid niggas be when they're young. So I take, I got the dolly in the truck still because we moving. Nigga, Wrap up the refrigerator at the new house. The I mac up, wrap up the maggot raider, the maggot refrigerator. Pop that bitch up on the dolly. Cart that bitch over to the east side to the apartment. Them niggas done kick me out anyway, so they can eat dicks, right? I don't know if y'all know where this is going yet. Dropped off the maggot raider. You know what I'm saying? I pulled off all the stickers and brandings on it because I think I'm smart. I don't know if y'all knew that, that I actually think that I'm the smartest person who ever existed. So I was like, they're never going to figure it out. Popped off all the brandings on the refrigerators, swapped them bitches right the fuck on out, and took their refrigerator over to the trap, and I wasn't dealing with them maggots at all. And that's on everything I love, nigga. That's on, that's on Blaze and Bree, nigga. That's on the gang. I wasn't fucking with it, y'all. I don't give a fuck, bro. Fuck them, nigga. Fuck, they kicked me out. I mean, it, I don't give a fuck if we was throwing parties that you could hear five apartment buildings over. That's my business. And all of the families in between us. No one got shot. No one died. And now those apartments are ghetto and no one wants to live there. So, you think, well, I think I just knew what, I think I knew what was the truth the whole time. And y'all was over here on some, on some gay shit. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, not in a politically incorrect way because, you know what I'm saying, it's nothing wrong with being gay. You know what I'm saying? You don't, equivocate gayness to being whack, you know what I'm saying, unless you a you know what I'm saying, insensitive ass nigga like me who does that shit sometimes but I don't mean shit by it, so my bad but that shit pissed me off, man, them niggas fucked me over, bro but yeah, I left them that fucking maggot refrigerator and Gary and Walmart girl said they went over there and cleaned it out or whatever, but you know later on when you look deeper into the paperwork and niggas who done sued you after you moved out they definitely mentioned the refrigerator but then like the, the apartment office nigga was like on some weird janky shit. So like low key, I feel like that shit never really went through like it's supposed to. Because out of all the niggas who I had to pay money to, they I don't remember really paying them apartment people all their bread. But, you know, that was a long time ago. Maybe my grandpa paid it off for me or something. I don't know. Maybe Gene Payne came through because the, the rescue, that my nigga be coming through for the, the nigga on the Lord. But anyway, uh. That's real nigga story time for this week, y'all. That's the I don't know if I y'all let me know was I a real nigga or a ghetto? Was I what was that? What was that of me, bro? Like, but like y'all should have seen maggots in the refrigerator. Y'all thought I was gonna keep it. Like even if you clean out a refrigerator that you literally seen maggots in the bottom of, could you ever put your fucking food in it? Like no, you couldn't. So it was nothing I could do but take that to the apartments, and they just had to take that ill. They had to take the L because Gary and Walmart girl cleaned it out, but they was probably all falling out the bottom. Uh, 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 anyway, uh, uh, 
we're gonna uh i'm gonna go you know how this works you know what i'm saying i'm gonna go into the actual break and then we're gonna go into the episode this week i was gonna do ohio you know what i'm saying i was gonna do like kind of the fuck ohio episode and talk about that but man i've been thinking about the r kelly shit and we're, we're gonna talk about r kelly it's <laughs> I want to talk about R. Kelly and then we'll probably do, I might have another real, I do, I have another real nigga story time for y'all, but we're going to do two real nigga story times. You're going to talk about R. Kelly. Um, I don't know if white people are doing anything interesting this week. Nothing that I can think of off the top of my head. If I can think of something, then maybe we'll do one, but I don't know. I think that this week we're just going to, we're going to have some fun this week. So we're going to come right back after this little break. All right, y'all. So today, well, it's Wednesday. Y'all are gonna get this on Wednesday. I think it was uh, was it yesterday? Y'all know, y'all know a nigga like me gonna come on here and halfway know it was yesterday. That's what I thought. <laughs> yesterday, R. Kelly got found guilty on like eleven counts, one of like racketeering, and the rest of like sexual abuse or some shit like that. I think it was nine counts. It was nine counts. And as always, I'm gonna be real with y'all. I haven't even really looked super, super hard online. I've been off Twitter today and I already know what it is. Like I know that there's gonna be like, first of all, y'all, the boondocks had it so right. Like if y'all have not seen the boondocks episode about the R. Kelly trial, the first R. Kelly trial, like Bruh, like, they really hit it all on the head. They really just... Y'all don't understand. Niggas is literally outside of the courthouse talking about, we still support R. Kelly, free R. Kelly. Like, it's... I almost don't even know why the fuck I said I want to talk about this, because it's so mind-numbing, and I genuinely don't like to talk about I don't like to talk about black people in front of white people. I know it's white people listening. I know some of y'all be white. I know some of y'all white. And this is really, I'm going to give y'all, I'm going to allow y'all, y'all should have to pay for this. This should be $4.99 because this is one of them conversations that niggas really prefer to have in closed quarters with just other niggas so we could call the ignorant shit that's going on as ignorant as we want to because it only involves niggas. Like it ain't really no white people involved in this R. Kelly situation. Like, in the whole R. Kelly ordeal, it's like six white people. And they was like, you know, auxiliary pieces to the story. Like, if you ever seen a surviving R. Kelly, everybody in the motherfucker black. The victim's black. The accomplice's black. The perpetrator black. The family's black. Everybody black. So it's just like, you know. And you know, but you know what, though? I'm going to give y'all some. I'm going to give y'all some, some love. I feel like the white folks who've been fucking with us this deep, if y'all still fucking with us. Y'all not the type of white folks who gonna use this type of shit against us whenever somebody gets shot by the police and be like, oh, but y'all don't give a fuck whenever there's somebody out there fucking and pissing on 14-year-old girls in your community because you know that there's some of y'all who do that shit, right? You do know that, like, it's actually white people who are like, take one isolated incident. I know y'all know. We're not even gonna go down this road. This is about R. Kelly. And you know what? This is about R. Kelly and how fucking dumb it is that this just happened. First of all, 
I'll go to read because you know me. I got the dual setup on the computer setups in front of me. I'm saying so I can be looking at myself recording. And if I need to go pop and look at some information real quick, I, I sweep over to the other side to the left screen and then I look and see real quick. So real quick in between on the break, I'm like, let me go get up caught up on the R. Kelly thing because I wasn't following the trial like that. I just knew he was on trial again. And I was just like, you know, whatever. I didn't know like specifically what happened. I'm reading the story and it seemed like he on trial for some shit that he did 25 years ago up until now. Like basically they like, well, before we seen surviving R. Kelly, we just knew about the one girl who said that you did the one thing at one time. Basically the, the tape that everybody knows about. And we actually going to go back in time a little bit about that because you know, the, the black community has got some answering to do about that tape. I haven't seen that tape. But I could have seen that tape. Like, I was like, if I was a little bit older when that happened, I would have seen that tape. Like, I knew somebody who had seen the tape. And we was, like, trying to see the tape. Because we was like, what? R. Kelly pissed on some girl. Like, no fucking way. Right? Y'all, fuck it. Let's just have the conversation now. We already, that was child pornography. Nigga, why was the black community freely circulating child pornography? Bro, fuck what's wrong with the, nigga. Life has, the, the times have uh, changed. You can, <laughs> whoa, that is crazy. Like, think about this, right? Depending, if you my age, right? I'm 31. If you're my age, then you know. And if you're a little bit older than me, if you are a black male who grew up in the black community, like, and you know what I mean by in the black community, don't do this semantics bullshit with me. Don't do this with me right now. If you grew up in the within the black community, and you would, if you three or four years older than me, I know you've seen that tape. If you a man, I know you've seen it. I know you've seen it. If you from like 35 to 41 right now, and you, I know you've seen R. Kelly. I, I know you've seen R. Kelly tape because it was everywhere. So what I'm asking y'all is, why in the fuck did it take till 2021 for motherfuckers to really, for me to realize, I guess, I just, re I seen Survivor R. Kelly and it didn't even occur to me until just now. Niggas was passing around child pornography around the hood. Like it was, wow. I should not be surprised that niggas is trying to make a case for why we should still listen to R. Okay, but anyway, let's go back. The whole reason why we got on this tangent is because when I was looking up information on the case, I'm seeing it like they're talking about like Aaliyah and shit in the case. Like they're like, yeah, he did this way back in there. So I'm assuming, I'm going to be honest, I don't feel like reading all that shit because it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Like the details of why R. Kelly's in prison don't matter. What's more important is the fact that R. Kelly been doing this shit for a really, 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 really long time. And it just makes us have to ask a few questions about some other motherfuckers around R. Kelly, right? Anyway, when I'm looking it up, it's just like, so this is all about like how this has been going on for decades, essentially, and how this has like been like a thing, like the racketeering thing, I guess, is like because he like pretty much created an enterprise around him being able to basically sex traffic young girls. And it's like, that's crazy. That's crazy because people are really still standing outside the courthouse yelling free R. Kelly. And there, there's a few places that we could take it. Right. First of all, first and foremost. Let's go to the very simple thing, right? Is R. Kelly guilty? Because for some reason, like, there's a small, like, segment of the population who at this point is still, like, somehow trying to absolve R. Kelly in some way. Like, okay, 
if the parents are at fault because the parents were letting the girls go around them, like, are Kelly still guilty? You do know that, right? Like, okay, so let me let me just give you a real life example, right? If you have a kid and you tell an adult, you can fuck my kid and that adult fucks your kid, that adult is still a pedophile. Like, you are absolutely the, the you are, you are trash. You are beyond trash. You are the, you you are the scum of the earth. You know what I'm saying? But you didn't like absolve them of being a pedophile because you said it was cool. So like the fact that these parents didn't know where their kids were or they introduced their kids to R. Kelly or like any of that, none of that matters, bro. Like, let me give you a let me give you an even more tangible thing, right? If you have a t- like I have a 14-year-old daughter. I can introduce the 14-year-olds all the time. Like, they parents trust me to take them places and do shit with them all the time. And they don't know me from nobody. Are you getting where I'm going with this? Like, how, like, that does not absolve me. Like, how I would, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I still have the same, like, responsibilities as, like, a not pedophile adult to, like, you know, like, just be an adult presence around him. Like, it's the same thing that I expect when I, like, drop my daughter off places. And granted, I would never drop my daughter off with R. Kelly. I wouldn't because I'm not a fucking retard. Like, sorry. You're not supposed to say that either because I'm not a fucking moron. You know what I'm saying? I would never do that. But if I did, like, that doesn't mean that it's like, it's still, R. Kelly still goes to jail if R. Kelly does the R. Kelly thing while my daughter's there. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, that's all I'm trying to say to like anyone who's even trying to like take me down the why R. Kelly shouldn't be guilty rabbit hole. Like, I'm just going to stop you right there and be like, unless you telling me that it wasn't these girls. Like, I mean, my nigga was still recording it. And it's like all these witnesses, like, just stop. Like, he did it. R. Kelly did it. All of it. That's the first thing. Like, I thought that might take longer. But I think it's just so simple that it doesn't need to take any longer. I think that's a very simple explanation for why there's really nothing you could do to convince me why we should be talking about R. Kelly not being in jail. Also, side note, I don't give a fuck about any of the people who also did what R. Kelly did who didn't go to jail. Like, that's not like, you're never going to get me on the like, well, they fucked kids too argument. Like, that's not, that's not it for me. Like, I don't know why some of y'all think that that's a banger out in these streets. They like, oh, well, you know, the, the, these Catholic priests, like, yes, bro, that's the corrupt and disgusting vile system that needs to, that someone needs to do something about that. We're not going to be like, well, we're going to let R. Kelly terrorize his, his thing until you figure out the shit over here. Like, we're like, I'm not doing that with you. I'm not. I'm not doing that with anyone. And this is, this is also why I say, like, don't you, I swear to God, don't you, you white people, you take this shit with care. You, you take this information, you take this this hot fire that I got from my community, you take this shit, you use it against me, I swear to God, I will never forgive you for this. I will never trust another white person again in my life. I will never eat anything else that's even based in mayonnaise. Even if you like season it and just use it as a base ingredient, which now I'm okay with. Mayonnaise as a base ingredient right now is something I'm still eating. But if y'all fuck me on this episode... I will be so I will be I will be heartbroken and betrayed and I I swear there will only be two white people left in my life. Three. Miss Katie, Brittany, Jason. That's it. That's it. And they're gonna be on thin fucking ice, buddy. Thin ice, buddy. 
because this is some deep shit. I be hearing the don't and, and and don't if one of you Candace Owens is listening to this shit, one of you old like undercover Negroes who gonna you know what I'm saying, go off and like do some weird shit on the low. Don't you be using my shit on this R. Kelly shit to justify every community has their shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just black, so I get to talk about the black shit and I get to kind of poke at the white shit. But I don't get inside y'all shit really. You know what I'm saying? Cause y'all got some shit. And I just let it be. I let y'all eat that on the ends. I let y'all deal with that. I be I might talk about it with my friends and family, but I don't not on here because I ain't it ain't my business. Anyway. Anyway. Um, yeah, I'm just not doing the exchanging, like, you know, they do it so we could do it too. Like, that's fucked up. Like, I'm not doing that shit. Like, and that's, that's whack as fuck that people is even doing that shit. That's whack as fuck. And that's, that's weird ass behavior. Also, like all the caping for R. Kelly, like man or female, like it gives me big, like, I would like know that my friend raped you and then like tell you that you should have like not like been there type shit like I told you about them type shit like no like that's not the vibes my nigga like and 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 here and this will kind of go into like the other thing for me we really let R. Kelly stick around way too long you know what I'm saying in the black community like that first thing was pretty solid like that was pretty good information and I know that like now information travels different and I'm trying to give as much benefit of the doubt as I can on this because it's like it's a social media era. Like you want to make it seem like, of course, like this is common knowledge. But like also until that documentary came out, niggas was not really tripping on R. Kelly like that. The little mute R. Kelly thing came out. And uh, the little mute R. Kelly thing came out or whatever. And niggas was kind of almost making fun of that. And then it like picked up a little steam after the documentary. And I'll be real after I, until I seen Surviving R. Kelly, I did. I, I was just kind of like. I guess like the position I feel like the black community community took was like almost the same thing we do with Michael Jackson. Like we kind of be like, hell yeah, you know about R. Kelly. Like now that you know about him, just like, you know, don't leave your kids around him. But it's like, I don't know if it's like this innate thing where we don't want to like, even like the worst people of our community, we don't want to like subject them to like what the white man will do to you if he finds out type shit. Like, I don't know if that's what it is. Maybe. I think it's at least got to be a little bit of that, right? But I will say this, that like that shit is toxic and it's not healthy for our community. So like I, I'm not fucking with it anymore. Like I think that's really what it was because that's where I was with the R. Kelly shit. Like if you had asked me five years ago, what do you think about R. Kelly? I would have been like, I mean, I know that he pisses on young girls. That like literally might have been the first thing I said to you. But like I didn't really look at it in the way like, bro, like, my nigga pissing on young girl, like, bro, like, my nigga beat the charge and went to McDonald's where he pick up young girls because he a predator and that's what he do. Like, that's just what he does. That is wild to me how we, like, normalize that within, like, our community in that way. Like, and I, I'm not saying that other communities, I'm not saying white people don't do that, but I'm saying that, like, I'm not looking for, like, the worst parts of whiteness to like, you know what I'm saying? Like heavily adopt into my community. Like, and I'm not saying that, you know, no, no shade. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying that like, if that's your argument, is that like, well, white people do it. It's like, well, that's not a good reason for us to do it. Like, that's not like, like, oh, okay, well, cool. Well, since white people are doing it. Like, fuck are you talking about? That's goofy as fuck. 
Side note, while we're talking about something that while white people are doing, my dog Ross told me to drink a smoothie one day on this podcast instead of uh, liquor. And that's what I'm doing. I got it from down the street from this Vietnamese restaurant. And I love Asian food and culture, really. But y'all make smoothies too motherfucking sweet, man. This shit is not good. Uh, Anyway. But I mean, it is. It's doing a job because I'm not thirsty because I only got to take a sip. nigga. God damn, bro. Is diabetes common in the Vietnamese culture? Somebody. Uh, uh. Anyway. Anyway. So, yeah, we let R. Kelly stay around too long. And this is really the part where I was going to talk about how we was like high key peddling pedophilia. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Child pornography around the black community for a while. But we already checked that box. Uh, That was fucked up. Let's not do that again. Like. If we find out that somebody else in the black community is pissing on young girls, let's not let's not pass that around for everyone to see. It's a different level of fucked up to even like pass around someone's sex tape on unsolicited. Like even when they know, I'm kind of I'm gonna be real with y'all. Side note, I'm kind of of the belief of this. By the time I see it, everybody done seen it. Like if it's out there, it's out there. I'm not gonna you know I'm not gonna be like oh well just for the for the sake. Of, I would never release no shit like that. Like. I'm going to never be the reason why the world got to see it. But once the world sees it, if everybody's grown, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to have to go watch that shit. I've seen most of them, nigga. Let me tell you the one I was most disappointed by while we having this conversation. Black China. I was so disappointed. It was so disappointing. Like, really, my nigga? Anyway, so I'm sure that's still easy to find too. So if you haven't seen it, like you could go see it for like context, but like just so you know, you really not missing shit. Really, when you think about it, Kim Kardashian tape was trash too. Like most of them really be trash. And y'all was talking about Mimi tape just because she was on the sour cream, but she got one of the builder bodies that don't even move. Like y'all like that? Y'all let me know. I be I got a homegirl on my snap. We're not even close friends, but like she about to go get a builder body. She been talking about it. She about she about to go to Florida. She's so excited about it, my nigga. And when I tell you that, I'm just like, man, your snap is never going to be the same. Because right now, y'all, she really kind of bad. Like she got a nice little shape on her and everything. And she about to go fuck it all up. Watching fucking BET and shit. Like, why y'all still watching BET? Why y'all still like these? Anyway, y'all know I'm good to talk about some shit I didn't mean to talk about. Anyway, what was we on? R. Kelly not circulating child pornography as a community anymore. Um, yeah, how I've seen most of the celebrity sex takes. Whatever, you know what I'm saying? My business. Now our business. Y'all, most of y'all seen them too. I don't. I be y'all capping if y'all tell me y'all. Anyway, um, I guess this is really the last thing about the R. Kelly thing though, because the, I think the big thing that niggas want to know is like, do we still listen to R. Kelly's music? And, like, let me answer y'all's question with a statement. I'm still watching the Cosby show. Uh, I don't know who else was supposed to be canceled. Uh, but at Michael Jackson, I, I was never bump. I'm going to be real with y'all. I was never bumping Thriller. Like, I respect the fact that Michael Jackson is the greatest artist, the one of the largest artists, biggest artists of all time, individual artists of all time. I think I looked it up. It's like the Beatles, Elvis, Michael Jackson. And it's like, 
Nigga, I was listening to a podcast and they like brought up the fact that Michael Jackson has been famous since he was five years old. And that is nuts. Like he's been Michael Jackson since he was five. Like he's been that famous since he, anyway, anyway. But I, I don't not listen to it because of what I know about Michael Jackson. Like art is art to me. I am one of those people who believes you can separate art from the artist. I Now I get the vibe when people are like, but with R. Kelly is different because you know, he's like, when you know that he wrote age ain't nothing but a number it's like bro whoa that song don't hit the same when you know 12 play might be about a 12 you know it might be like why 12 you know what i'm saying like is it like you know what i'm saying like r kelly music could hit different if you think if you overthink it right so again i don't have no r kelly saved on my phone or nothing like that but what I would be is a lying ass nigga if I didn't tell you that like I was in Oklahoma City with my friends over the weekend and Ignition came on in the club. And when I tell you that we was in that bitch singing every word and I mean with no, I literally looked around as soon as I heard it came on. And I was like, I hate what's about to happen right now. My nigga looked at me and was like, what? I was like, I'm singing every word. What do you mean? Girl, we have the radio with the wind in the back of the truck. <laughs> Nigga, like, when you singing the ad-libs at the end, bro, like, you know, you, like, R. Kelly, bro, like, he a musical genius. He's just a fucking pedophile. Like, and I guess, like, that's even minimizing, minimizing it, saying he just a fucking pedophile. And I, I don't know if I've ever explained to y'all about the way I talk, why I talk the way I talk about in certain ways. Like, I know it may be a little weird for y'all to hear me, like, say, like, it would be fucked up if something was to happen and someone was to fuck one of your kids. But the reason why I say it like that is because, like, that's what it is. And motherfuckers want to, like, minimize it as though, like, that's not what was going down. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you put it another way, it's like you trying to say, like, oh, that's not really what it was in some way. It was, though. Like, that is what happened. Like, Michael Jackson either did or did not fuck some little boys. Like, that's what happened. Like, you could be like, he messed with some little boys. How he messed with them. Like, if I ask you enough questions, what you going to have to say back to me? He fucked one of them, right? And that's what it is. So, like, I'm just really not about, like, euphemisms, like, trying to, like, sugarcoat statements to make them sound a little less of what they are than what they are. You know what I'm saying? And that, for good, for better, for worse, you call it what the fuck you want to call it. I don't even care. Don't listen. But that's what it is. Like, and so, to, I say that to say. If you don't want to listen to R. Kelly's music because you like R. Kelly fucks kids, then I feel that 110%. I actually respect you for that. But also what I will say to you is that like when I listen to Ignition, I don't think about R. Kelly fucking kids. Like I think about the fact that this song is dope than the motherfucker. So I let that shit ride. But I also am like, you know, like all the people who did music with him after the fact, knowing just because, like, he was great, like, that all, like, was a part of, like, R- what R. Kelly was, was, like, a part of a structure that allowed him to be. Like, he was still making massive hit records with niggas like Jay-Z. Jay-Z's, Jay-Z to me is, like, the top rap. When you're like, who's the best top, best rapper ever? It's Jay-Z to me. It's not, like, Biggie, Jay-Z, Biggie, Tupac, Jay-Z. Like, it's Jay-Z and then other people to me. Like, to me, like, Jay-Z is top rapper. Longevity skill set, all of that, it's, it's hove, right? My nigga made the Best of Both Worlds album after 
the child pornography that I so eloquently told y'all circulated the black community. After this nigga got off from pissing on this girl on a technicality, he was like, I'm going to keep making records with this man. And then he ended up not fucking with him no more on some unrelated shit. But it's like, you still was able to put that to the side to make money. And it's like, that's a bad look, my nigga. That's a really bad look. But it's like, also, I'm here listening to the music. So it's like, who am I to judge? It's a complicated thing with a nigga like Kelly. But what I could tell you is this. That nigga belong in jail. Like, if you say anything other than, than R. Kelly belong in jail, he belong in jail. His sentencing is made for it. So we'll see when he goes to jail. Um, What happens. But, uh, or how long he goes to jail. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, y'all. So that's that's my that's my take on the R. Kelly. I'm not I'm not currently listening to R. Kelly's music, but if I'm out somewhere and a banger comes on, and then like even this, like bro, like step in the name of love at a wedding, bro. When I went to my nigga Mook wedding, they played step in the name of love, and Mook Mook is from Chicago, and Mook and his mom hit that whole soul player, bro. They hit that hoe so hard, bro. I was like, nigga, I'm a, I'm a firm believer that tall niggas can't dance. Find me a tall nigga who can dance. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not that I don't have rhythm. I can't dance, though. Like, it don't even look. I don't even try. Like, dance? Like, no, nah, bro. I just, you know what I'm saying? I vibe to the young music. I'm not dancing for shit. Nah, fuck that. You're not going to catch me dancing, bro. So, my nigga Kobe said some shit about this one time, bro. Kobe said... He used to kick it with a bunch of niggas. He was like, all y'all niggas can dance or whatever, but we be in the club. Y'all be posted up on the wall next to me. I'm like, y'all the dancing niggas. Y'all supposed to go out there and dance with the bitches and bring them back over here to me. You know what I'm saying? Because I can't dance. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, that's some tall nigga shit for your ass, bro. Like, that shit was just funny as fuck to you, boy. But anyway, like, music in particular, bro, like, I know it can connect you to a moment in such a way that it's hard to just be like, yeah, R. Kelly is done forever. And I know that's why we may never see R. Kelly like ever like completely muted. But what I know is this. There's got to be like a fine line between the fact that I'm willing to watch the Cosby show and like me advocating for Bill Cosby to be released from prison. Like I wasn't like, let Cos- okay, but that's the thing, right? Maybe I'm guilty too, y'all. Because when it came to Cosby, I was kind of like, Y'all let me know. So niggas reach out. Y'all, I really want y'all to let me know on shit like this, right? So with Cosby, am I doing the same thing that these R. Kelly, free R. Kelly niggas is doing? Because I was like, he definitely did all the shit y'all saying he did. Like that nigga guilty as fuck, right? But by the time they put my nigga in jail, it's like, it's over now. Like he can't even do it no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I guess, I don't know. I'm because I wasn't like free Bill Cosby either. Like I wasn't like so they should let him go. It was just kind of like he should have been in jail this whole time so he could not do it. You don't wait until now. He can't even see out on one eyeball. Like if Bill Cosby drugs you right now and you fell asleep, like he'll fall asleep. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like he needs you to keep him awake. Type shit. But anyway, I don't know. I guess I'm doing the same thing. So I'm sorry. You know, no. That's not cool. Fuck Bill Cosby. Uh, it's hard when you got to let your heroes go. Because I love Bill Cosby, bro. I guess I can understand, like, not love Bill Cosby, but the Cosby show, man. My granny grew up watching that shit. She didn't grow up watching, but I grew up watching it with my granny. Like, 
I could like any episode of the Cosby Show. Nigga, I thought I was Theo, y'all. Like, I'm Theo. Y'all niggas don't even understand. I do. So I, I guess to a degree, um, I understand the, the sentiment. You know what I'm saying? Of being an R. Kelly supporter still, but not really. <laughs> so I don't know. The weird like, like over like, I guess like the, like, I guess like, I don't cut for Bill Cosby. Like, if you were to ask me about it, I'll be like, he's guilty as fuck. And you'd be like, should he be in jail? I'd be like, I mean, he did it. He should be in jail. If you probed about it, and I'll be like, I mean, they did wait until the last minute to put the nigga in jail. Like, I'm not glad that he got freed. When he got freed, I was like, you know. I did. I also didn't feel like, oh, damn, it's another predator on the streets. Because I don't think Bill Cosby really has, like, the physical aptitude to do anything anymore. And I guess maybe that better explains it to me. I don't necessarily think anyone should be in prison for their entire life. Like, I think that there's, like, prison supposed to be rehabilitated. And, like, there was no rehabilitation that could occur for Bill Cosby in prison. That was just kind of my approach with it. There we go. For R. Kelly, in his situation or whatever... Like, he never had to face no consequence for what went down. So, like, he needs to go to prison right now. My belief on, like, niggas not necessarily needing to die in prison. Like, if R. Kelly, like, somehow want to do some kind of, like, work to, like, make himself a better person where he's not some fucking president predator and there's some system by which he can, like, safely reenter society and, you know, I don't know, 10, 15 years after they figure that nigga out a little bit and get the rapiness off the man, then whatever. Like, he's, he, like, there's, there are countries who have, like, prisons that like there's like maximum sentences that are like way shorter than they're they're, they're like way shorter than ours because they don't want you the goal is to rehabilitate you and bring you back into society so it's almost like if we assume you're going to be here for 35 years and we won't rehabilitate you you'll just be here until you die and it's like i'm not of the belief that as a society we should throw people away like it's to me it's just like because when it's your turn to get thrown away you won't want to be you will want a chance to somehow redeem yourself but in America, we don't really have that structure. So R. Kelly definitely needs to go to jail. But I don't know. So whatever. I don't know. I think I just talked myself in a circle of whether or not I think I have any similarity to R. Kelly supporters. But I don't. Fuck them. I'm nothing like y'all. Fuck R. Kelly and fuck Bill Cosby. This just made me believe more so fuck Bill Cosby than I ever did. Bill Cosby can eat dicks. <laughs> Never watching the Cosby show again. Anyway. And this is, that's it for the fucking, this is it for this episode. Uh, not the episode as a whole, obviously, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but for the R. Kelly, man, I don't want to talk about that weird ass nigga no more. That shit weird, bro. Like he was like, you know, one of the girls on Surviving R. Kelly said he shit on her. And you know that the other girls got shit on too. They just don't want to tell you because that shit is so embarrassing. Like, ew, you let a nigga doo-doo on you? Like, oh my gosh. Like. That make me spend time with my daughters. When I be seeing stuff like that, I be like, hell no, I'm going to raise the fuck out of my kids. Ain't no way my baby going to be getting shitted on somewhere. I mean, unless for whatever reason, that's what she want. Because, you know, that's how I believe in parenting my kids. Like, I want you to live your life where what you're doing is what you want to do. But, like, definitely don't tell me the details. So I don't want to know. Because I feel like as a father, it's all getting shit on as far as you're concerned. Like, you don't want to hear about your daughter doing none of this shit that you be having these bitches out here doing. Like, they might as well be getting shit on. So, like, don't tell me nothing. Like, you know, just be safe out there in these streets. Talk to your mama or your nana or somebody else, you know. I'm not. That's where I'm at with it, nigga. I don't even. Yeah. Hell no, nigga. I don't want to be. I don't want to be involved. I'm not interested. That's what I know. (laughs) But 
Anyway, we're going to take one more little quick break. And I got one more. I got one more real nigga story for you. Uh, and then we'll get up out of here. Real nigga story time. Real nigga story time. So, y'all. One thing about me is that, like, I do not fuck with somebody coming at me. I don't like being manipulated. Like, I don't like when a motherfucker tries to, like, tell me that's something one way and it's another way. And I do not like when a motherfucker try and get something to me under any pretense other than what they fucking actually need it for. So, like, if you know me and you listen to this and you ever in your life need something from me, just ask me for what the fuck you really need. Don't lie to me. Don't try and make it seem like some other shit. Don't tell me you're going to be able to pay me back on a day you can't possibly pay me back. Like all of that shit will make me not give it to you. Promise. Like, let me let me give you an example of this before I even tell you the story. If you ask me to borrow some money until a day that you will receive no money in between now and that day, there's no way I'm giving you the money. If you had just asked me for the money and been like, hey, bro, I don't know when I'm be able to pay you back, whatever. But like perfect example. If I know you get paid every other Friday and you ask me for $50 on Saturday and you like, I'm going to get you back on Tuesday. I know you ain't going to get no money in between now and Tuesday, nigga. I'm not letting you borrow this money. And, and the thing about it, I know you're not about to earn no money in between now and Tuesday. So even if you do find a way to give me this money back, you're just going to borrow from another nigga. So like, no, I'm not doing this with you. Also, also, I typically have a 24-hour rule on letting people borrow money. If you ask me to borrow money, I will almost never give it to you when you ask me for it. I will almost always be like, give me till tomorrow. The reason why is because a lot of times niggas don't need it no more tomorrow because niggas be asking you to borrow money they don't really need because niggas who be needing to borrow money ain't good with money because they be spending money on shit they don't need. I had to learn that the hard way. It's going to be a whole episode about how I learned how I was one of those niggas. I'm not pointing fingers. I am now because I ain't no more. But... I understand. I understand how it be. But those are just some little key things about me, just so you know. Um, also, thing about me, if you know from previous uh, episodes, I got a crackhead uncle. I know what crackheads do. I've been around crackheads. I was, I'm old enough to have been in the era of crackheads. And I know that y'all don't think you crackheads. I know a lot of y'all are young and you know what I'm saying? You like, I'm not smoking crack, so I'm not actually a crackhead. But like the behavior that you all have, very crackheadish behavior. I'm going to tell you a story about a girl who doesn't think she's a crackhead, but she does crackhead shit. So like, you know, uh, whatever. Anyway, uh, like really, no, no, really like just, just to scale back or whatever. Like I really need y'all to know once it got out that like most of these drugs have fentanyl in them and like niggas is dying, taking fentanyl, Doing drugs that they thought was regular drugs. For those of you who don't like, she like, you be like out here like living like, I know some of y'all be living like in these little motels on some weird shit with your little friends on some broke shit trying to screw together money. I know y'all take dirty pills. And if you take the pills that you know are laced with fentanyl, you a crackhead. Like, I'm sorry. Like, Judge Joe Mathis would tell you, you a crackhead. <laughs> But anyway, so (laughs) 
I'm back home a couple weekends ago or whatever. And I get a message on Facebook Messenger from this girl. And she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, nah, shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, just left. I had just left one of my other friends' house or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It was later, whatever. I'm I'm fucked up. But you know what I'm saying? Whatever. I'm like, I ain't doing shit. So she's like, uh, I'm like, you know, what you doing? She's like, nothing. Chilling at the executive end with my friend. So I'm like, hmm, okay. Now, I don't know if y'all are from the, if, you, if you're not from the L, everybody who listens to this isn't even from Oklahoma or whatever. But like, if you in Houston, like, uh, what's them uh, little motels? Is they Castle Inns? I think they like Castle Inns or some shit like that or whatever. Like, it's like, y'all know what the, what type of shit we talking about though. Like, a little $40 a night. They a little cheaper than a Motel 6 type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, ghetto than a bitch. Like, where all the trap, where the trap occurs on a regular basis type shit. He's like, are we chilling at the executive end, whatever? I'm like, oh, okay, that sounds like y'all are on some crackhead shit. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not being judgy. So I'm, not, I'm just like, you know, I'm still whatever. So I had texted back, whatever, like, oh, that's what's up. Um, but I'm not trying to go kick it over there type shit either. So I'm like kind of short with the conversation. Well, then I get a text message from her a little bit later. And she's like, hey, um, I was just wondering if I could borrow some money because I need to get some. What is she? Hold on. Hold on, y'all. You know what? I ain't about to fuck with this. I ain't even about to. I'm about to read. I'm about to go get these messages. I got to. I got to go get the messages just so you can see. Oh, she says, could you please bring me $30? It's important. I said, why? She said, I need gas money and some food for tomorrow morning. But can you bring it tonight and I'll pay you back tomorrow? And see, look, 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 look. I told y'all earlier in this. I told y'all earlier in this. If you, where is you going to get the $30 in between tonight and tomorrow? Like what is going to happen in between tonight? It is. She sent me this message at 2.32 a.m. What is going to happen between 2.32 a.m. and tomorrow morning that you about to get my $30 back? Nothing. Nothing. You're not about to get my motherfucking money back. Anyway. But can you bring it tonight and I'll pay you tomorrow? I said, I'm going to be real with you. You'd be better off just keeping it real with me. Because, you know, I was just like, you know, I'm not fucking with that. And also, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm drunk at the time. And I was just like, I'm sorry. I was reading the messages again because I was really just, I was really shocked again that this whole thing happened to me. Sorry. But. You know me, I'm just like, you know, you didn't better off keeping it real because I wanted to, I really, I wanted to know, I wanted to, I wanted to see if she would tell me. Shawty texts me back, fine. I just want some coke. <laughs> oh my God, that is so fucking crazy. That's so funny. Um, no. <laughs> I just didn't respond. There was nothing more to say after that. Like, I'm not going to bring you any coke money, so, you know. Uh, like nigga I just can't <laughs> oh then she texted me and was like oh I got some weed and some other shit that you could buy like nah I don't want to buy any drugs from you like you clearly are not a good drug salesperson because you need coke money like I'm good on it like I don't want any of your drugs like you know I just don't understand why motherfuckers be trying me like I'm not the one I'm gonna call you a crackhead like just so you know 
if you do some crackhead shit, I will call you a crackhead. It's the way I was raised. I can't help it. Like, whatever. So, deal with that shit. But, I don't know, bro. I That shit was just funny to me, bro. Shawty said, I need some money for some food and some gas. Okay, actually, it's coke money. Like, And look, I'm not... Y'all, y'all's been on the fuck addiction episode. Y'all know I, I got homies who do coke. Like, I know motherfuckers who do coke, and they don't ask me for coke money, so I don't care. Like, I don't call them crackheads. Like... I'm not going to call you a crackhead because your drug of choice is not the same as mine. Like, I don't like coke, so of course I don't do it. I like weed and I smoke it all the time. So, like, I'm just not really, like, the moral high ground on drug use. But I'm also not calling my friends talking about I need diapers, but I'm actually about to go buy some weed with it. Like, I just buy weed with my money for my job. So, you know, if you can't do you, then don't do that. Like, the fuck? Anyway, man. Appreciate y'all motherfuckers for coming through again on another week of the Fuck This Shit Podcast, man. You know, we on time. I've been making it a priority to do this shit in a timely fashion. Um, Starting next week, or not next week, obviously the week after next, uh, subscribers will be the only ones who get an episode a week from today. Or two weeks from today. Two weeks from today, subscribers will be the only ones who get an episode. Everyone else will get the episodes unlocked to them on the following wednesday though episodes are every week every other week so if you're not a subscriber you'll be a week behind if you are a subscriber then you will get everything as soon as it comes out also i have been telling y'all i'm gonna do a series about my entire last relationship from beginning to end the fuck love series that i've been talking so much about that will only be available to the subscribers if you do not pay that five dollars you do not get to know that much of my business because i'm going to tell y'all way too much of my business on that motherfucking podcast so i need five dollars uh outside of that um i'm still working on some shit as far as like the website and the merchandise getting launched and some things that we'll do around that i'll keep you informed as it gets closer until then you can always stay in touch with me on my personal twitter handle that is the best place to get a hold of me to get in touch with me to interact with me that's at dre day four five three six on twitter the podcast instagram is at fuck this shit pod on instagram the podcast facebook is at fts podcast on facebook you can look up all of that shit. Fuck with me. Make sure that you following, liking that shit, telling your friends, leaving reviews. If you on Apple Podcasts, please make sure you leave a review. That's how we get put up higher on them little charts and shit. Um, what's up? What else before I get up out of here? What else before I get up out of here? Oh, y'all fuck with my nigga Jacoby Ryan. My nigga just dropped the I Know I Am uh, on fucking all streaming platforms, that shit is lit as fuck, y'all check for my nigga Takis is dropping, uh, the ugly EP, I think that comes out in like a week or two, but he just dropped a single, the other side, it's a video for that motherfucker, that's on all streaming platforms, and on YouTube, that shit dope as fuck, um, what else, man, nothing, I ain't got shit else to plug, I ain't got nobody else to talk about, uh, y'all make sure y'all keep fucking with me Tell a friend about this dope shit I'll see y'all next week, love y'all, peace I can see the demon in you Doesn't want to come out and play Everybody say fuck and billions 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 and billions